Welcome back to another guest episode of 321 Shots. Allison, how excited are we for today's episode? I'm very excited. Uh, we are bringing on my cousin Kate. We were arch nemesis growing up mostly just because yeah. of me, but now we love each other. And mm-hmm. she is going to be so much fun. We had her pick today's topic. Cannot so, wait. <laughs> Kate, hello. Welcome to the hello. podcast. Thank you so much. I cannot even begin to express how honored I am to be here. When I got your text, mm-hmm. I literally squealed. So, you know, <laughs> Good. I'm very excited. Amazing. I'm so glad. Um, all right. So you came up with a pretty funny topic. Would you like to describe it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the topic for today's 321 Shots is forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Um, <laughs> <and> so <laughs> basically, I just wanted us to go around and say some confessions they can be as incriminating and you know terrible as you want them to be or not um and I have like three and then some of them could involve stories I don't know I just figure we'll go around and just lay our souls bare um and hopefully receive some forgiveness and get some penance so I love it (laughs) so much oh my gosh yeah Kate, do you want to give our audience a little rundown of of a a 30-second about you? Wow, yeah, 30 seconds. Okay. Um, Well, I think the most important thing, as Allison already said, is that I am Allison's cousin. I'd say that is, like, on the top of my, like, list of identities that comes first. Um, And that is the most important thing. Um, So, yes, I am Allison's cousin. And... (laughs) Other than that, um, I don't really have much of a personality. Um, that is just that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You know what? Alice and I are going to do this for you. Yeah, we'll do okay. this. Okay. Suck at this. Kate is Thanks. quite literally one of the coolest people that I've ever met. When I met her, she was prepping to do the Pacific Crest Trail. Did I say the name of that right? Like the yes, hike from Mexico to Canada. Yeah. Like you just got done with film school, right? I did not go to film school, but I did just graduate college. Okay. With an English degree, Jess. So English degree. But your goal is to do screenwriting or producing something? Uh, Screenwriting. I just love movies. So I want to like direct or write movies, basically. That's the plan. So she's currently in LA right now. So yes. Yes. My other favorite fact about you two is that, as Allison mentioned at the start of this, is that. It wasn't always so hunky-dory between you two. <laughs> cousin, no, cousin enemies. It, it was, that was completely my fault, though. That's like, it wasn't anything that she wanted. It was all me. I just had a bad attitude. I liked being the only girl and hanging out with the boys. And also Kate was just... 10 times better at like everything and I, I was just very insecure around her which I for, for the listeners Kate is like six feet tall all legs like looks like Alexis from Schitt's Creek yes and doesn't really she? do yes thank you okay Made and is so funny and is like all this other but she's also super like humble and nice and I was just like I hate her for that but now that I'm older I'm like I don't care. Everything's fine. This is just how it is. So, yeah. Yeah. The hatred was one-sided and she was always very much like, let's like be friends. And I was like, you couldn't like go away now. So, hey, <laughs> I'm glad we, I'm glad I got over my little unnecessary hatred towards you because we're like, I consider you one of my best friends now. So, yeah, glad I got yeah. my shit figured out. No, likewise. I mean, I actually would like to thank you for like giving me like a villain origin story honestly no like I appreciate (laughs) that that like I've never I've never had a nemesis besides you and I feel like that's an important thing every child needs and so I appreciate that um I feel like I'm a better more rounded well-rounded person because of you so I have two very specific (laughs) memories that kind of describe my hatred towards her one of them is one time we were brushing our teeth together in the same bathroom I was like eight you were maybe like six maybe somewhere around there and I was like she this bitch has the whitest fucking teeth I've ever seen you always talk about the teeth being so mad about it like for no reason and then another one is um one time I was describing how like this is 
it was I was the child, so this is the best way I can describe it. How sometimes, like, if you were to get into a bath, like, the, if it's really, really hot water, it almost feels cold. And then you launch into this monologue describing the nerve endings and, like, the shock. I was like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> anyway. So that that those are two very specific memories of completely nothing you did wrong. <laughs> Just me having a bad attitude. And so I'm glad I came to my senses because you're one cool girl. So... Thanks. Anyway, Likewise. I, f- I feel like we've started this out with like a little bit of a confession already in Allison, yeah. like acknowledging her hatred, Kate coming to terms with like the nemesis aspect. I really mm-hmm. I feel like we've made some we've made some progress today, you guys. I'm very yeah. proud of this group therapy session. Sure. When I was like, I think like 13, 14, we started to be friends. So it was yeah. just mm-hmm. early childhood. Mm-hmm. But now mm-hmm. it's a, an ongoing joke. And it is. Okay, well, so shots. Let's, let's yeah. Shots. So let's start with me and Jess and Kate's because Kate's is better than all of ours. <laughs> I am taking a shot of elderflower liqueur, which I think Kate, Doug, like your your dad, my uncle, actually gifted to my mother, and she gave me permission yes. to drink it. It's so good. It tastes so good, and it's in the coolest bottle. So I'm taking a shot of that. It's like twenty percent, um, and it's fruity, so I can I can do it. Jess, what about you? Um, I'm taking a shot of bourbon. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Fancy. It's I, like there's Wall Street. <laughs> what are you taking right. a shot of, Kate? <laughs> um, yeah, well, <laughs> I raided my auntie's uh, liquor cabinet, and she's very healthy. So in honor of my auntie, I just I chose this vodka, which I'm going to read the whole label because I feel like it's worth it. Um, Please do. <clears throat> farm crafted prairie sustainable seasons organic watermelon cucumber and lime flavored vodka zero sugar low calorie no artificial sweeteners <laughs> so i'm gonna be drinking vodka and oh then also i'm i found this i'm staying in my aunt and uncle's house for like context they are not here right now i found this shot glass for those who can't see on the pod it's got a picture of maine and there are three measurements on it Dainty drinker, regular sipper, and big fella. So I've poured oh a big God. fella. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yes. Wow. Okay. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Three, All right. two, one, shots. <laughs> Cheers to big fellas. Am I right or Woo! right? That's right. Sure thing. Wicked good, as it says on my shot glass. I'm the only one. I took, I literally took a shot of liqueur and I still gagged. And you two, a bourbon and vodka, and you're just fine. So cool. This was honestly very, felt, it tasted very organic. So it went down pretty smooth, not gonna lie. But had like a caterpillar aftertaste. I don't understand. Like, how does it taste organic? I don't know. <laughs> it was kind of like it was grass fed. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Free range. Grass fed um, vodka. Okay. Okay. Cool. So let's just jump right in. Kate, do you want to start us off since you picked this? Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, okay, so my confession goes out to Ross, who was a crew member on the Schooner Heron. I don't even remember. This was a while ago. Ross, I am the one who peed in the litter box. <gasps> <laughs> oh and I'm so sorry. Oh my god. I have so many questions. <laughs> I know. Wait, elaborate. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. So my two best friends, I'm from Maine. My two best friends live on a boat. And every year, like a big wooden schooner. And every year we would do this race. It was like an overnight race. And it was really fun. And they had this crew num- member named Ross. They also had a cat who lived on the boat. So... <laughs> We did this every year, but this was the first year I had done the race with the cat on board simultaneously, which just for everyone's information, the cat's name is Monkey and is a a witch of a cat. She is insane. Anyway, um, to put, I don't know, the litter box they had in the actual toilet so that the sand wouldn't get like swooshed around when the boat was rocking. And in the middle of the night... I had to pee. So I got up and I went into the bathroom. And as I sat down and started peeing, I was like, this doesn't, <laughs> this doesn't sound right. <laughs> Something is deeply, deeply wrong. Oh and I realized God. that I had forgotten to remove the litter box from the toilet. 
before I peed. And at that point, it was like all done. It wasn't like I I'd done every like everything was gone. You, like you there was no stop stopping it. Oh. I know, I know. So I quietly replaced a litter box <laughs> in the toilet, went back to bed, and hoped no one would notice. And then in the morning, I was awoken by the sound of Ross, the deckhand, going, "Ew, somebody pissed in the litter box." <laughs> oh this is so gross and then (laughs) twig who is my my friend's dad in the cabin he was like well ross you gotta go scrape it out so i got to watch ross scape out (laughs) i know and i never told him i never said anything because he we had a couple other guests on the boat and i was like it could have been one of them it easily could have been one of them and then, like, several years later, I confessed to my best friend. I said, by the way, it was me. I'm the one. I'm the one. But I never wow. told Ross. So, Ross, if you're listening, I'm deeply sorry. I can just that see is him, my like, first thrown right down on the deck of the schooner. Just like, this fucking bitch. Like, so mad. Yeah. So, oh, um, scraping. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I don't know of many other people who have um, pissed in a, a cat litter box. Yeah, um, I was wondering if it was going to be like a drunk story, like you got drunk at someone's no. house and peed in the. Okay. Oh no! I I almost wish I was very sober. <laughs> yeah, what makes yeah. it worse? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but um, yeah. Anyway, it was pretty nasty. Um, wow, so that's my that's my first confession, at least. Well, Allison and I, on behalf of Ross, we absolve you of your sin, Kate. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I feel cleansed. Yeah, I feel forgiven. lighter already. Yeah. That's so funny. Okay. Uh, Jess, do you want to go next? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> this confession goes out to uh, JC Penny, specifically the one in the Logan Mall. <laughs> okay. Uh JC Penny, I am very sorry for defiling your good Christian store with my sexual appetite <laughs> as a young adult. <laughs> Please forgive Just... me. What did you do? <sighs> All right. So when I was younger than I am now and more promiscuous in my attitudes, as it were, I went to the Logan Mall. <laughs> to do a pilgrimage that many a young lady does in her life, which is to buy lingerie. Um, I had never done this before, and it was it was a new experience for me. And I was there with someone I was dating at the time. And we went to JCPenney because we're in Logan, Utah. <laughs> and while in the JCPenney... Um, I was trying to figure out if a bra was going to fit me. And in the course of that, (laughs) while there was definitely a store attendant monitoring the dressing rooms, me and this individual, who shall remain unnamed, had a little uh, tryst, as it were. (laughs) Why did I know you were going to say tryst? I just knew you were going to say tryst. In the JCPenney dressing room. And... You know, it was probably, in hindsight, very obvious what was occurring to this poor dressing room attendant. But uh, I thought we were being very sneaky and very sly. And now, when I look back at it, it is one of the more shameful things I've ever done. And I am not proud. (laughs) So, JCPenney Corporation, (laughs) please forgive me, for I have sinned. (laughs) Amazing. Stunning. Wow. If the follow-up okay. question is, did he finish? He did. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't. I did not have that follow-up but question. I was never going to ask you that. I was never going to. I didn't. I personally did not want clarification, but I appreciate you giving it anyway. That's your oh, new sin. Wow. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, Am I not forgiven? Oh, you are forgiven. <laughs> You're forgiven sure. for the... The first part of the story, the last bit, I still need to, like, process just, like, a little bit. Yeah, no, me too. (laughs) We can forgive you for that a little later. The story takes place, this confession, I guess, all starts at around the age of seven, maybe eight years old. 
I was an enormous tomboy then, and at that age, I was completely convinced I wanted to be a boy, which I, I like, didn't. I just think I hated girls because I was gay and I didn't want to be one and all my friends were boys. So in my mind, I was like, I want to be a boy, so I'm going to do all the things that boys do. And I was at my dad's ex-girlfriend's house, okay, and I was like, I need to go pee. And so I was like, I know boys pee standing up. So I pulled down. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I pulled down my pants and proceeded to spray the entire bathroom uncontrollably. And I couldn't stop because you can't aim. You know, you know, you guys know you can't aim. That's why we sit down. And this This is why you got a shiwi. Oh, yeah, dude, I yeah. live by that shibi. I carry with me, like, everywhere. Anytime I go camping, I love it. Um, But, yeah, so I proceeded to pee all over this tiny bathroom. And Cheryl, that's her name, shout out, she was a nurse. And so she'd seen a lot of stuff like that. Very kind woman. And I walk out, and I'm like, I had an accident. And she's like, oh, it's okay. You know, young kids do have accidents. And she proceeded to clean up the entire thing. And... I never told her or anyone that it was actually on purpose. Like, I didn't purposely mean to make a mess. But the reason behind the accident itself was always a secret. So, Cheryl, (laughs) I am so sorry that you had to clean up my urine because in a moment I decided it was a good idea to pee standing up like a boy. Wow. There it is. Thank you. I personally forgive you because I've done the same thing. So if I don't forgive you, I can't forgive did it, myself. Did so. it like get all over the place? I don't know. It was just kind of, yeah, it was, a, it was kind of gross. I don't know. But I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have someone else clean it up for me. <laughs> I, I, I yeah, didn't to go be that fair, far. <laughs> to be, and the part of the reason why I still feel so bad because she was so nice about it. And was like, it's okay. You know, like kids have accidents. And I was just like. Because, like, I don't – honestly, if there were anybody else, like, my parents would have probably, like, been, like, you at least have to help, you know, clean this up. But she was so, like, understanding and sweet, and that makes me feel so much worse about it. But to be fair, in her career, I know she cleaned up much worse, but still. um, I'm sorry, Cheryl, for that. Well, Allison, we absolve you of your sin. Thank you. Thank you. You are forgiven. 20 Hail Marys, three (laughs) – Hail Father. I don't I don't know what they are, but I know the Hail Marys are a thing. Okay, sounds good. All right, Kate, what's your next one? Yeah. Well, this one is actually I actually came up with this idea because I was listening to your three two one shots about like she's a ten, but mm. and one of the ones that Jess asked Allison was she's a ten, but she doesn't recycle. And Allison, I have to confess something to you now um sometimes I don't recycle <laughs> like always like, like no not what's the context here not <laughs> not always but I weigh the effort of the recycling of the act of the recycling against the effort of just throwing it throwing it away <laughs> Hmm. Because I, wish I will c- <laughs> you all could see Allison's face right now. <laughs> so you know how we talked about how we went from nemeses to friends. Mm. Now I'm a little worried that we're going back again. But this is why I wanted to talk about it because I feel like we can't move on as friends and family members unless well I get this out and off my chest. So sure. I mean, well, we sure could have moved on if you just you know never said anything. But <laughs> all right. Um. You know, okay. I will bring it up for the rest of your life. Okay. It is something whenever we're together and you're taking cardboard somewhere, I'm going to be like, where were you taking that, huh? I'll follow you. I will make your life, you know, a hell in the moments we are in the same room. Yeah. I will just say, cans and glass, always. And cardboard, if it's if it's within a good arm's reach. You know, plastic, I'm, like, less less inclined because I also think recycling is a scam. That's my hot take for the day. But anyway, so that's all out there. So now you can do with that what you will. 
Well, to be wow, fair, so in a, in, at least in Logan, I'm not sure if this is all of Utah, but at least in Logan, you can only recycle, like, ones and twos in plastic. You can't recycle, like, so you have to throw out some plastics. So I'm just going to okay. – is that just in Logan or is that in Salt Lake? Just Allison, I have something to tell you. Oh, no. About Logan. <laughs> I, like, don't even know if I want to. Stevie and I debated telling you this while we were at Lagoon, and we decided not to, but now now I guess I'm going to. Logan throws its recycling pickup in the landfill. It doesn't recycle it. Does it always do that, though? <laughs> yes. Because there's- The scam! I was there earlier. Like, I was there, like, about a month ago. When I was at the- <clears throat> When I was, like, working, I took, like, a ton of cardboard boxes to the landfill, and they have a separate spot for cardboard. Okay, that makes me feel better. Stevie, hi Stevie, longtime listener, longtime friend. Her partner works for the waste management, blah, 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 for Logan, and it's not great. Maybe they do cardboard, but their plastic isn't great. But you know what, Allison? You are a better person than both Kate and I. Yes. For recycling. Yes. I did I did know that. I did know that. So I do for... want to say that I take my glass recycling to a very specific glass recycling place because my Salt Lake does not do glass recycling pickup. So that is my contribution to recycling. I also only shower twice a week. So you know what? I'm saving a lot of fucking water. Hmm. Damn. Cool. Well, taking a hard left turn, Jess, what's your next uh, <laughs> next And no here? forgiveness. No forgiveness. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> the recycling gods are the ones watching. Okay. When in hell, you have to live in a pile of your own filth, Kate. I'm sure you'll think differently. <laughs> <laughs> this is so harsh. Oh my god, no, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, you guys are just fine. I'm like that annoying bitch that like is at a party and I'm screaming over the music. Do you have recycling? Like, like that's me at a party. It's so infuriating. Anyway, no, good on just... you. Good on you. Thanks. Thank you. I really don't have a lot of sins, you guys. I'm so sorry. I'm like trying to think of like funny ones, and all of mine are just like gross sex stories. <laughs> Allison, you go, and I'll think okay. of a different one. <laughs> I have a really bad one that makes me seem like a terrible person. Okay, so I just want to start this off by saying, to be fair, this was not my idea. And I am very hesitant about, you know, sexual interactions in public for basically this is the perfect, perfect reason why. So, when I lived in Boston for the summer, me and the girl I was dating then, this was a firefly girl, the girl we kissed in front of all the fireflies, Kay, we went on a ferry ride to some of the historical state parks that were just on little islands around Boston, and... When we got to one of them, there weren't many people there, and the bathrooms were empty. And she was like, let's go into the handicap stall. And I was, like, hesitant. I was like, this is going to end badly, and I knew it. And to be fair, I was right. And so we do, and, you know, a couple, like, a minute or two later, these two guys who are janitors, like, they're trying to, like, clean the bathroom. They're, like, they walk in, they're, like, oh, there's someone in there. And so they step outside the door waiting for the one person in the handicap stall to walk out after they're done using the restroom, and they're standing outside the open door waiting, okay? And then to make matters worse, we hear the the front door of the lobby or establishment if you will open and a kind of like a bustle of people walk in and it was the it was like a field trip for handicapped adults oh my god Allison (laughs) all needed to use the restroom (laughs) the big one God. And so I was so mad at her. I was like, we are leaving right now. 
six people waiting in the bathroom and we just walk out. But we really tried to play it off as like just two besties, you know, using the bathroom together, which doesn't make any fucking sense because there were like eight other stalls. And so... (laughs) My jaw is on the floor. I am crying. I'm so And you guys, wow. like, I never use a handicap stall, like, unless it is the only one unoccupied, and I have to pee. That's the only time I ever use it. And so I was so mad <laughs> that this happened because I'm not that bitch. But anyway, I would publicly like to apologize <laughs> to the dozens of people that I affected, the janitors that were waiting for us, the the site visit of you know handicapped adults in their organization visiting um you know this historical site like we were and i would also like to apologize to the national parks and in general and um i'm very sorry about that so say you forgive me you guys (laughs) (laughs) i think we forgive you (laughs) i think i think i do too um that's like that's like sitcom level. Like, it was so embarrassing. Bad luck. Like wow. No, that's that is... like these are what we call Allison stories in my household. Like these are things that only happen to me. This is like along with like the grave digging thing, which would also be a good confession had I not already talked about it. These are like what my mother calls Allison stories because I had a bad feeling. I went in there and the guys, the reason my I trust my feelings is because they're always fucking right because shit like this happens to me. So I was like, I don't really want to do this. And anyway. It was yeah, all consensual, it all was. I should have just put my foot down and been like, not here, not now, but anyway. I will say, my dad does refer to you as a shit magnet. Thank you. <laughs> like, things fair. just tend to happen to you mm-hmm. that you don't ask for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, life does just kind of so. happen to me. I kind of just take it as... As it comes in, that's why I'm so funny, is I just, I have to make a joke out of everything that happens to me, or else I would just not survive. I would simply pass away, so. Truly. We also almost died on the ferry home because we were hit by this, like, enormous storm that was, like, blowing over, like, tables and chairs and shit. It was insane. Oh my god. Damn. It was still fun, though. It was still a, it was still a fun date. (laughs) Minus that part. Talk about a walk of shame, by the way. Talk about oh, a walk of shame out of that bathroom. Seriously. Like, we didn't... Yeah, anyway, so go ahead, Jess. <laughs> oh, that is the walk of shame. Um, I have, like, a very small one adjacent to that. One time, this boy that I was making out with in high school and I skipped class after lunch to continue making out. And we were behind the bleachers in, like, the girls' basketball gym um, having our little moment. And... The special education class came in to the gym to, like, have, like, PE while we were in there and we hit, we had to hide for the entire class. And, like, luckily I had pulled our backpacks in from the corner, like, from, like, where they were visible. And it was one of those moments where, like, as we were walking behind the bleachers, I, like, we'd left our backpacks and I was like, oh, I'm going to go grab those. And I brought them in. And if we had not, we would have been so fucked but we literally just sat there and we were like we are terrible people (laughs) because we're just like sloughing and hiding but anyway okay so mine uh forgive me father for i have sinned i have definitely stolen a lot of alcohol from older people's frat parties full bottles that's not a sin So there was this period when I first started drinking where my friend and I would go to parties she got invited to. And while we were there, we'd go for like 30 to 40 minutes. And then we would go look at the bar and find the fullest bottle we could that like hadn't been opened yet or like didn't look like it was being touched. And she would always bring a big purse and we would take it and then promptly leave. And that is how we funded our drinking habits when we either a did not have money or b did not have the id to get liquor i when you said older people's i was picturing like retirement 
<laughs> no. That I was so confused for a minute. I was no. like, no. The 24-year-olds inviting sure. us 20-year-olds yeah. to their parties and us being like, sure, and then getting a liquor cabinet out of it. Yeah, I honestly respect that. I, it was I'm a hustle. Lie. Yeah, that's it impressive. It was a hustle. It was great. And, like, nobody ever, like, nobody suspects the cute, like, young 20-year-olds. Like, sorry, couldn't be me. My bad. Fair enough. Wow. Nice. You gotta, nice. you mean, you, you gotta get it somehow, I guess. Yes, exactly. You already have enough, so. To be yes. fair, like, as somebody, like, 25, I would... There was no reason for me to have anybody underage at my parties. Like, they only had you there for, like, a creepy reason. Yes, you know? exactly. So. <clears throat> I was getting I was getting my dues for older men. And it was, like, my friend they were hitting on. It was not me. But. Mm. Yeah, like, honestly, not. you probably stopped something bad from happening, potentially. Honestly. I was From removing doing, the alcohol. Yeah. Yes. I was just doing my Christian duty. Absolutely. That's all. You okay. were drinking it clearly no would, i was pouring it out mm-hmm. okay kate what's your last one um okay this one is like i tried to have variety because like you guys i struggled with like you know stories about like you know fornication and like peeing those are like the two things i kept coming up with so Literally, i was like i need to like, yeah. <laughs> i need to like do some different things um but i will say jess and allison because you now have both talked about public sex capades. I will say, mom, this is this is the time to turn off the podcast because I know you're listening. <laughs> Jenny, you're fired. Get out of here. Yes, Jenny, turn off Jenny and Doug, please turn off the pod. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so my ex-boyfriend was really into like public sex like to a point where it was just like it just got over the top anyway the worst time was we were at Costco in Kona Kona Hawaii which was where I was living at the time and not at okay we were not in Costco okay (laughs) okay we were in the parking lot of Costco um in my Sequoia which is a very big car and I had parked Your far away. Car? I know. I think I think we have a different car now. Maybe we don't. I don't know. We've had a few sequoias and I can't keep them all straight. Anyway, I'd parked far away from the Costco because my boyfriend at the time wanted had made it clear that we were gonna have sex in the Costco parking lot. And uh, so we did. And clearly I hadn't parked far enough away because a oh. dude showed up. Thank God it was not one of the Costco employees. Thank fucking God. But this old dude who was driving like a convertible, this old white dude. So in Hawaii, old white dude plus convertible, like, you know, they're just (laughs) going to be a douchebag. So he shows up, he starts like knocking on the windows and like peering in, like putting his hands around his eyes, like binoculars and peering in. I mean, it was disgusting. It was awful. And so obviously I was like, we're stopping, we're stopping. And, you know, like, this is terrible. Like, we got to get the fuck out of here. And my boyfriend was like, why can't we just like finish up? I was like, no, no, we can't. (laughs) While he's watching. He had at that point kind of left, Um, but I was pretty freaked out. I was really freaked out. And uh, yeah, my boyfriend wanted to keep going. So anyway, if, if anything, this is more of like a confession thing. Well, no, it was terrible that I did that in the first place, but more of a confession thing for my boyfriend for like thinking that was fine. Yeah, no, for real. That's disgusting. <laughs> it was just Ugh. like awful. So anyway, I have also been humiliated in public doing doing said, said action. So anyway, there's that. One time <sighs> I was on a hiking trail doing something similar and a old lady and her two puppies Oh my god. We were like on a fairly like overgrown trail and so that's why we thought we were safe. And this old lady with puppies was very much like we're just going to keep walking on by and we were like, "Oh my god, we're terrible people. That's fine." Um anyway, I have to come up with a third one and I have it. Are you ready for this? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so, 
in high school. I was a very like straight A student, um, very like goody two shoes, Allison can attest. And I, all my teachers loved me. Okay. I was like a joy to have in class student. All right. So one time, one of the very few times I ever slept class and like didn't have my mom excuse me, I definitely slept class to like hang out with a boy. And when I got done with that, there like there was still like 30 minutes left of class. And so I decided to just go back to class. But before I did that, I went into the bathroom and I like fully made myself cry. Like worked up the tears. I oh deserved an Academy Award for everything that I did. I like rubbed my eyes until they were red. I made it look like I had been crying for like 30 oh minutes because it was right after lunch, the whole bit. And I walked into my English class who, and it was like one of the nicest English teachers at the school. He was so kind. And I like walked up to his desk and I like fully looked like I'd been crying, but I'd been trying to get myself together. And I went over to him and I was like, I'm so sorry I'm late. Can I get the assignment? I'll make up the hours if I need to. And he was like, oh my gosh, sweetie, are you okay? And I was oh like, yeah, God. it's oh my fine. God. And he gave me the assignment. He's like, don't worry about it. It's okay. You know, sometimes days are hard. And I did the assignment. And for the rest of the week, anytime I came in class, he's like, are you doing okay today? And I'd be like, yeah, oh I'm having God. a better day. Oh my, wow. Yeah. So to that teacher, A, thank you for being so supportive. That's really, really nice of you. But also like... I deserve a fucking Academy Award. Yeah. Hey, where's your Oscar? Oh Where my is my Oscar? Really? But uh, anyway, those are those are my confessions. Allison, you have one to end us off with. I should have saved that other one. <laughs> okay, you know, I have one. I'm not going to do it. It's just me jumping out in first grade and scaring kids to body penis pants. Um, but that's not as fun. I mean, Dickie, yes, definitely, definitely a douchebag move on my end. But this last one is definitely a confession. It's quite recent. And it's not scandalous in the way that my other ones have been. This one happened on my trip to Scotland a few months ago for my birthday. I talked about it a little bit in the Nessie episode. It was um, so I, w- I went by myself. It was a solo road trip. And I rented a car, and that whole process was a nightmare. Getting the car, renting the car, all of that. And at that point, I had just gone to Scotland. I got an Uber to the place where I was getting the car, and I rented it. And at this point, I hadn't slept in, like, 36 hours because I was, like, flying there. And you can't really sleep on planes when you're in, like the lowest possible economy ever you know what I mean like there's Mm -hmm. really not much you can do and so I get there I'm exhausted I am I just want to get to my Airbnb and I pull they they give me this I finally find me a car it's this brand new 5,000 miles on it 2022 Kia it's a manual so I'm driving stick shift and again it's all on the other side of the road I'm sitting on the other side of the car I'm shifting with my left hand and not my right everything was opposite I hadn't hadn't slept in 36 hours I was so tired and I they give me the car and I like have fun on your trip and I was like well fuck me I guess thanks for giving me like where's your 1999 like like Toyota Corolla like what I just want to be able to ding this thing up because there's no way I'm gonna get out of this alive so I first thing I do there are they're also like also just so you know there is about three miles left on this it is so low on gas or petrol you need to go to the gas station right now to fill this up and if you take a left here take a left there go around this roundabout take a right here and around the, the, then you'll get to this gas station it's really easy it's just down the road and so I get in this car everything's new I'm trying to figure out how to drive it with everything opposite I pull out onto the street and it's beeping at me because it's so low on gas the very first thing I do is accidentally clip another car within like 20 feet of this rental station and it just pops I, I clipped it with my side mirror so it just popped the mirror in I did not even stop to see if the other car is okay I just did not have the time for that so that's part of the confession I'm sorry to that person I hope your car is fine and I try to find my way to this gas station I finally get there alive and I'm trying to figure out how to open the gas can like tank lid thing and I can't figure it out and I asked like four other people there. I was like, is this some weird like 
British thing? Like, do I just not understand it? Like, how the fuck do I? And they were like, well, there's usually a lever on the ground. And I'm like, I know. I look. There's nothing. There's no lever on the ground. There's no button. There's no. And so I had to look up the make and model of the car. And this was after I had spent, like, minutes trying to pry it open and breaking it a little bit. Okay. And I look online and it says that you have to unlock all the doors. And then it just pops open when you press it. Sure enough, it did. And so I kind of broke it a little bit and was able to like jam it back into place so that it looked fine and I was able to like lick my thumb to like get the scrape out on the side view mirror that I had just clipped another car with and then I proceed to make my way to my Airbnb after I fill up the tank anyway so I make it there everything's fine but my confession is for those 10 minutes of my very first time driving that car of clipping another car fucking up the mirror and then almost breaking the gas cap off because it couldn't figure out how to open it and then jamming it back into place so when they got the car back it looked like it had been perfectly fine after i had been driving it for a week and so i would like to publicly apologize to that company the car for the most part is completely okay it's drivable i didn't get in a head-on collusion like i should have and but for the person that i clipped i hope that that did not ding your car because i sure as hell did not check so that's my very um that's my very last confession i know it was a little oh long it didn't God. have to be but okay it was wow. a nightmare i wow. have also a very quick confession regarding allison's car <laughs> oh, yeah. she knows about this but it's a very funny also like a very like allisonism that occurred to me so there was a night that we had a party at some friend's house and I DD'd the evening. I think it was like when I was on my, when I was on probation, I couldn't drink. Um, and so I was DDing and I had Allison's car and I don't remember where you were, Allison, but I had dropped you off somewhere and I was going to just bring your car back to you in the morning. But I had to take my roommate and his, his now wife to her house which was about an eight minute drive from like where we had had the party and as I was pulling out of the driveway of my house I scraped the full back of a bumper of a white car and Allison's car is green it's now my car but at the time it was Allison's car it was green it's it's like a it's like a bluish greenish I read it as green it, it's like, I definitely read it as like it a, looks gray to me, like it's a grayish like, green. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a grayish blue. Keep going. Okay, well, it's a gray blue green. Grayish blue, not just grayish blue. Yes, <laughs> it's it's green. But um, it's I scraped cool. the back of this car all the way along the back of this bumper, and I it was like two in the morning. I have two or three drunk people in the back of my of the car that I'm trying to like take to places, and I was like, it's two in the morning. I'll leave a note when I come back. So I drive, I drop these people off, I go back. I'm like trying to figure out how I'm gonna tell Allison. Luckily, her ex-girlfriend had already like crushed the side of the car that I scratched on. So I was like, it's probably gonna be fine. But I come back, the car is gone. The car that I scraped, I like fully intended to like leave a note on the car and be like, here's my insurance, yada yada yada. Gone. Two in the morning, what are the odds that a car I scrape? Just decides to leave. Mm-hmm. I kept a note in my purse and my and my backpack for like when they came and parked there again for weeks, and they never came back. So to this day, I fucked up the bumper of a white car and just left it. Apparently, wow. Their fault for Terrible. leaving at the witching hour. Yeah. Thank you. I was gonna say I have taken one ride, or maybe. No, I think I rode with you in that car when you had it, Allison. And then most yeah. recently, I rode it in it with Jess. And like as a passenger, I was like, I can't see shit out of this no, car. No. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, I'm six one, so I'm like the windshield is like at my nose. But like, it is the hardest car I've it ever. It was. Driven. It was wild. Was yeah, that was pretty intense. So I don't blame you. Person, yeah it's a but. it's like driving a boat. It's just like we've talked about it before. It's one big one big blind spot. And I kind of was i kind of I, I never scraped that car but it had a bunch of cracks in the bumper and scrapes from just simply other people driving it and i was never mad at them for that because i get it and listen i was planning on driving that car till the day it died so like i didn't really care you know they're all superficial things like i didn't really care but there was one time 
in the canyon where it was really icy and I spun off the road. My mom still doesn't know about this. But anyway, I spun off the road. It was so scary. And as some nice, like the hottest couple I've ever seen comes up the hill to help push us out of the snowbank, this like, oh, thank God he was here. This fucking, you know, highway patrol officer pulls over and is just sitting there folding his arms, like looking at everything, you know, not helping at all. And he's just, he looks at the bumper and it's like, well, it looks like this kind of thing has happened to you before. And I was like, <laughs> you mother, these are all from other people. Of course he didn't fucking believe me, but he was just there to fucking criticize me and make me feel like shit, even though I had nothing to do with any of those cracks and scrapes on that. You did not. Anyway, wow. I was so wow. mad. I was so mad, but. I, I actually have one more car related oh, one please do. that please I can just do. throw in there and then you can edit in or out however you please. Okay. So this is actually, I'd forgotten about this. So when I was in my senior year of high school in Hawaii, um, I was hanging out with two of my friends who will remain nameless because they could actually get in trouble <laughs> for this. Probably not now, like six years later, but I don't know. We, we were sworn to secrecy. So I'm going to, you know, I'm outing everybody right now. Um, we're having a grand old time. We're not drinking anything. We're just like driving around. Like we went down to the beach and like broke into the parking lot, ran down to the water. And then we were driving up near my house and then along this like dirt road through these fields. And um, my friend was driving and she was not a very comfortable driver, but she was the only one with a car. And so my other friend and I kept blaring music and kept being going like faster, faster, faster. Because the road was, like, very up and down and curvy. So, like, if you hit it right, you could sort of get these, like, you know, sort of mm-hmm. feel like you're like you're on a, a roller coaster. Um, you know, it's it was Hawaii, you know, senior year. There was, like, not a lot uh, to do in that tiny, <laughs> tiny ranch town. Yeah, oh, my that. God. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we – oh, the other thing, too, is that my friend who was driving was still in the period where she'd just gotten her license – so she was not allowed to be driving us in her car. Other mm-hmm. people, yeah. Yeah, like she could drive alone, but she couldn't be driving us. So we go around this corner really, really, really fucking fast. And we, we smash into the wall and then spin out. Oh my God. And I felt the car like start to like turn. Like the, the balance was like for the moment, the center of gravity like, just for a second and I was like oh shit it it didn't flip but it was close and I mean like I had like a big bruise on my neck from like the seatbelt going into me and stuff sorry you hit the wall of Mm -hmm. what it was just like like a bank of grass and dirt oh okay Mm -hmm. okay it wasn't yeah I mean they'd sort of built it up like a wall kind of but it was just mostly dirt and grass but it was very compact um so we spin out and we're like, okay, everybody okay? Everybody okay? We're going to keep driving. And as we start driving, the car's like, jum, 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 jum. like, it feels like <laughs> one of the fucking tires has like, feels like we've broken an axle. <laughs> and my friend kept repeating over and over, my ass is grass. My ass is grass. My ass is grass. <laughs> over and over and over. And then as we're driving, fucking cop lights come on behind us. We're on a road out in the middle of nowhere okay cop lights come on behind us and so we like pull over and my poor friend she's my ass is grass my ass is grass just like totally like getting higher and higher in decibel the policeman comes out and he's like is everything okay over here and we're like oh yeah we're good we're good he was escorting another vehicle out so all he did was just like check on us make sure we weren't like hurt and then he just kept going escorting a different vehicle out of the premises I don't know what they were doing so anyway then we limped the car to a um a mechanic in the middle of the night um and my other friend who was filthy rich paid for it and um we were able to get the car fixed that moment um and uh no one knew oh (laughs) no one was the wiser so yeah there's that it was a journey. We were at the mechanic for like two hours and he just, they had already closed and the guy who owned the shop just happened to be there. And he at first was like, I'll fix it for free. And then he was like, actually, I'm going to need a part. So I can't fix it for free, but I'll fix it like at cost. I mean, he was like the nicest person ever. 
just like no questions asked was just like so sweet. I'm so glad we didn't have alcohol in our system because like that would have just been really bad. So no, something had happened where it had just gotten kind of like the tire itself had just kind of gotten off kilter. Mm-hmm. And oh. it just sort of needed to be realigned. But while we were driving on it, it was like, oh, fuck. Like, this is bad. Um, yeah. And then somehow, like, something had gotten stuck under the brake pedal. So she was like, I can't brake! I can't brake! I can't brake! And then it was like, like something from under the seat, like a, it was like a water bottle cap or something. Something like, like one of those, like, hydro flask water bottle caps. But it was like, every, we were just a ball of nerves. We were just, like, freaking out. So Holy anyway. Oh. so scary. Yeah, that was, but You're no one knew. You're so we were, lucky. Yeah, the so cop car lucky. too, I did not know it was going to happen. That's a scary <gasps> Holy, story. that was like, I've never been so anxious in my life. Because I was also like, my other friend and I, we were going to get screwed too. You know, if we were like, you know, and the whole thing was going to just be a total mess. And the fact that he like didn't even check and he was just like, I have other shit to be doing. Yeah, that was pretty intense. So anyway, Ugh. there you go. That's my car confession. In- Don't egg your friends on when they're not comfortable driving at high speed. <laughs> That's a bad idea. That's great advice, Don't Kate. Don't do it. Yeah. Forgive me, father. In, in fact, it. this entire podcast episode has just been great advice of what simply not to do ever. Yes. Um, yes. In life. Yes. And I think that's part of what makes it so enjoyable is that simple people, you know, they simply make mistakes. And then there are some that are just simply more embarrassing than others. So yeah <laughs> these were some well, of those yeah. stories we're all just human mm-hmm. sure are yep Except for sure Kate. she's like a weird crustacean i don't know i don't know no what what am i i'm what, a caterine oh, oh a caterine? you're uh yeah. you're um yeah a caterine you're like a weird monkey anyway yeah this was very fun kate the monkey thank you for coming onto the podcast and bringing up this uh topic it was yes. so much fun Hey, I was just going to say, we ask all of our guests one simple question. What mm. is your drink order before we go? Can be alcoholic, non-alcoholic. You know, I was bred on my dad's gin and tonics. So yes. I'd say my go-to is just a nice frosty gin and tonic, preferably yes. made by my dad who makes the best G&Ts. And I don't know. He just, he started me young. I mean, not that young. Don't worry. Don't come for my dad. Like it wasn't like, you know, she wasn't <laughs> like 10 or anything, but you know, I just, I have, well, I'm 12. Maybe, yeah, around 12. I just have a taste for it. So a good gin and tonic. I love it. Good to go. He makes oh, good yeah. drinks. So this was so fun, you guys. Um, mm-hmm. It might end up being one of our longer three to one shots. I don't care. So me neither. We have to. We had to confess yeah. our sins. We're here for it. Thank you so much for listening to us have this therapy session. We hope you all forgive us. It's been a delight, Kate. We could have you on every single day. Just a delight to have you. So and thank you. We'll see y'all next week with a musical episode. Yeah, we Ooh. sure will. All right, guys. Bye. <laughs> bye. All right. Bye.